0: The big vision of the Chopra Foundation is to reach a critical mass of humanity for a more peaceful, just, sustainable, healthier and joyful world. As part of that, we have Never Alone, Not Love as our major movement um, to essentially bring healing to the world.
1: We're going just to introduce, and that's it. Welcome to another uh, session of Zusammen. And um, <laughs> I called my boys to save us, and now they call us to save us. But we are saved yeah. already. Hi, T. Hi, Hi.
2: And we are here every week. And you don't know me, but I promise you that I'm so delighted because um, I, I am trying all the time to grow. You know, I'm young and, you know, not blonde like her. but but it's really very important for me to uh, fill the bucket of, of my mind. Um, so we are, into, you know, talking with many, this is uh, going to be terrible.
1: <laughs> Everybody
2: that we ask to
1: save us now is
2: calling back. <laughs> so just to tell you uh, before we start that, um, I, I not that I'm a professor at NYU People teaching films them. and I make films, but I don't know how, maybe because the way I grew up, I was never in the alternative.
1: But wait, first of all, let's say that uh, Deepak is the master of right. the, yeah, okay, the master so of class. well-being. Right. CP is excited. And the thing is that CP has no idea and okay. nothing to do with anything that has to do with alternative so can you please explain her a little bit what does it mean as a whole like in an idea
0: so first of all there's no such thing as alternative uh, what i do is uh, something called integrative health and well being integrative means looking at body mind soul spirit environment everything that influences what we call our being and so the latest science shows that only five percent of genetic mutations that cause disease are fully penetrant which means if you have a gene mutation it guarantees the disease that's less than five percent angelina Jolie, for example had a gene called the baraka gene that guarantees breast cancer so she got mastectomy as a prevention Today, we have um, new technologies like CRISPR, which is gene editing. So soon we'll be able to cut and paste genes in the same way as you do an email. You read the barcode of the gene, you delete the defective gene, you insert the right gene, and voila, the wow. disease is gone. However, what we're learning is that that won't affect more than 5% of people. 95% of people, it depends on lifestyle, which means Sleep, stress management, which includes meditation, breathing, mind-body coordination, exercise, um, diet, diet that uh, is healthy for your microbiome, which is 2 million genes in your body, which are not human. You have only 25,000 human genes, 2 million bacterial genes. So if you don't take care of the bacterial genes, then there's what is called dysbiosis. I personally believe that the COVID-19 pandemic, the mutation is because of a distressed ecosystem of genetic information on the planet. Climate change, all the things, manufactured food that is refined, that is processed, that has chemicals, steroids, hormones, all these things destroy the genetic information of the microbiome. So if you sleep well, you meditate, manage your stress, you exercise, you practice deep nasal breathing, you manage your emotions in the direction of love, compassion, joy, peace, and you have some connection with nature or higher consciousness, you're likely-
3: You have a chance. You
1: have a chance. So you want
2: to tell me that if I tell myself certain um, instructions, to myself. The more I say it, the more it does what, You know, like, get up in the morning and say a few sentences, which is uplifting, which is optimistic, for example. So how would affect my brain and then zip into my soul?
0: Okay, so the, the point here is telling yourself but not changing your behavior doesn't do anything. Okay. So you have not only tell yourself, you have to feel the emotion and then you have change of behavior. And so people say, I, I love the world, but they don't do anything about it. Love without action is irrelevant. Action without love is meaningless. So it's not only telling yourself, it's feeling, it's actually executing in action, the steps. So right now, by the way, I have a partnership with Fitbit. So if you, if this is, you know, this is an exercise tracker, but this is the number one exercise tracker in the world, but it also measures things like heart rate variability, it measures body temperature, it measures stress levels, electrodermal response, oxygenation in the blood, everything, and then I can teach you through this, through this, how to change your biology instantly, in real time. So, Right now, body-mind medicine is number one trend in the world, but it's not body-mind. It's behavior, body-mind, action, and metrics. There is no event in the mind that's not represented in the brain, and there's no event in the brain that's not represented in the body. There's no event in the body that influences, does not influence your behavior in the other in,
1: but Deepak, I have a question, a big question. Each one of us is very different, yes. we differently. We behave differently. And then we belong to different cultures and different way of life. Mm-hmm. life. It's very tricky to bring a, a DNA from one culture to another culture and then to spread it to every person that is very different from another and just put everybody by the rules. How do you do that? How does it work?
0: If you go to the source of wisdom traditions, if you study, which I do, I study the Kabbalah, I study the Vedanta, I study Buddhism. So when you study all these, then you see that they have different names for the same processes. Ain Sof, Allah, Brahman, God, non-local reality, universal consciousness, Ain Sof. Okay, so it's just the terminology is different. Every wisdom tradition has a physical world, a mental world, an emotional world, and a spiritual world, and the principles are exactly the same.
2: For men and (laughs) women, also, also for men and women, same?
0: There shouldn't be any difference. In fact, the new trend is that the women will be leading the future because archetypally, they're more affectionate, nurturing, tender, creative, you know, they focus on things that men don't. Men, in historically, have been predatory, you know, fight and flight, which was all right when we were hunter-gatherers, but since the age of agriculture, and now especially, it's the women archetypes uh, that will influence the world. And that's happening globally. If you look at, uh, even if you read the Bible, you know there are very important women there. Yes. Sarah,
3: Arapa, Not enough, uh, not,
1: enough. Yeah. not enough. No, but it, it, uh, it's a very big change. Yeah. And we can see, yeah. we spoke about it in the Arab, in the Muslim community, and uh, in the uh, Eastern world, women do come
2: out and do more and more and more and more. But, but tell me yeah. something. Um, so I just, you know, we all know somebody that something happened, either a stroke or something, that part of the brain was either erased or really damaged, right? So what you just told us, you know, um, exercise, meditation, food, you know, all this can actually also heal or, you know, um, make this part that was damaged.
0: Yeah, the brain is the most plastic organ in the body. That's why brain, when people have stroke, they go through rehab and many you know, recover completely. They recover their speech, they recover paralysis. And but it's not in
2: medicine. It's not like uh, with the med- uh, Medi- Medication. It's not medications.
0: No, no, it's not medication. It's all the things I'm picked. Today I have an article in the San Francisco Chronicle on this subject how to reinvent the brain, I'll send it to Chile at the end of this conversation. You can post it somewhere if you want.
2: Can I jump for a minute, please forgive me, because I heard in my ear that he doesn't have much time. So when I teach screenwriting, because I teach films, uh, I'm trying to find, to to understand what do I mean when I tell them you have to uh, enter conscious of your character.
0: Well, yeah. I don't know
2: what, I know what I mean, by that, but I don't know.
0: Yeah, that's called method acting. When Ben Kin- Kingsley played the role of Mahatma Gandhi, he became vegetarian. He also became celibate. And he started to spin the wheel so he could get into the role, so he could get into the consciousness of his character.
2: The consciousness of the subconscious. It's the that's same. That's
0: what I mean. The West divides consciousness into into conscious experience and unconscious experience the,
2: west? the, the west you,
0: thing? in the west they say subconscious unconscious and conscious but it's all the same if you go deep into your consciousness you can access your subconscious you can access your dreams you can access anything
2: so i don't i don't i don't believe you can do it now but you want to tell me that you can guide somebody To go through the conscious and down to the subconscious, because we know a lot of the things that we say. It's not what we mean. Or many many things that we do come from the unconscious that they know the deep down.
0: When people get drunk, they do that too. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, when you get
3: drunk. you lose. Mind
0: is an editor. Conscious mind is an editor, and so if you get drunk. (laughs) <laughs> it comes out, it comes out in dreams. And also most of our thoughts come from the subconscious anyway.
2: So so uh, if I want to go back and dig into all my experience, everything that got into me somehow, and some of it sank deep down, and there is something wrong with me, and I would like to deconstruct what was sunk,
0: yeah, it's possible to do that and that's what people do these days by the way they use ketamine and uh, what do you call uh, psychoanalysis. Uh,
2: psychoanalysis. Psychoanalysis,
0: oh. psychoanalysis of course but these days they use psychedelics ketamine ayahuasca all these um, psychedelic drugs,
2: drugs, drugs.
0: help people access this domain and then they are free they, they have no depression They they don't need it anymore. There's a lot of research on this. Look it up. Ketamine.
2: Ketamine, I'm going to write it down. But so I'm, I'm sure that you are bothered. You have also, like me, and I saw silly. So we, are, we look at the world with all the technology and AI. And we you know music, fantastic. And then look how many people we cannot get them out from um, being addicted. Right, to different drugs which take them away from reality sink them into how come we cannot be cannot change the world with what you are offering
0: you know technology is neutral you can use it for harmful purposes uh, and you can use it for useful purposes but technology is here to stay so we can't get rid of technology you say okay tomorrow get rid of technology it's not possible it's part of our evolution so either we have to adapt to it or we become irrelevant and once we adapt to technology we can actually use technology to create a more peaceful just sustainable healthier and joyful world which is what i do i reach i'm trying to reach a billion people with these techniques so we can have a better world but it takes time in general the world is insane Any world that believes in nuclear weapons, war, terrorism, genocide, Holocaust, extinction of species, poison in the food chain, uh, causing climate change, unsustainability, social justice, economic injustice, social injustice, racial injustice, it's insane. And if we don't, if we, it is not a measure of our sanity to adjust to an insane world i am not going to adjust to an insane world because it's already insane so we do we do whatever we can also if you accept the fact that most national leaders in the world are gangsters and insane then you don't depend on them you, you democratize well being and today it's possible i've created on the internet a, a website please check it out it's called neveralone.love neveralone.love it is democratizing well-being um, throughout the world for suicide prevention we are using ai so check out neveralone.log we use ai
2: for so you can actually can ai eventually after it's get the programming of what you are saying can do what you do
0: Yes, I have three AI projects. One is called Digital Deepak, which does exactly what I do, but more, better. So look up digitaldeepak.ai. Yeah, digital then I have an AI called PV on the Never alone.love. She has saved 500 suicides and is right now speaking to a million people at this moment as we speak. She's an AI people are more comfortable talking to a machine than to human beings because they don't feel judged. They're more vulnerable. So AI AI will be the future.
1: Yeah. As long as you use technology, uh, to translate the same ideas. So each one can choose whatever they want, whatever they feel comfortable with, just to get to the same place, approximately through their own way. So some yeah. need the technology and some need No, but the this human... is fantastic
2: what he's saying, because I'm looking, no, I'm saying, you don't know me. Your first time see me, I don't know what you think about me, but probably you think, <laughs> who is this lady who knows nothing about them? How can it be even? So I feel being judged. So if I have an AI. Yeah, you're or,
1: being judged by yourself.
2: And, and no, by, but I look, at, look, look at him. I'm looking at the black eye, and what do I see? And I see a sorry to use you. I'll tell like you exactly soft, what sm- it's a soft smile, like are looking at and who is this lady? He's who, looking
1: about us as an option to explain more, to explore more, to spread more so we can help more people. That's all. And to so, try nice. to get better. You are so nice. nice.
0: And nobody can judge you
1: without your permission. That's right. Oh wow. Absolutely. Oh my god. Absolutely. You and you just
2: it... sent me to a uh, took me a different way, <laughs> different feel. She would need
1: rehabilitation after yeah. talking to you. Yeah. Say can you can <laughs> because you, please... you shake her body well.
2: <laughs> Do you mind to repeat this sentence? Nobody can
0: nobody. nobody can hurt your feelings or judge you without
1: your permission. Right. Once you allow, you are not Jewish. What do you mean? Isn't it? When we
2: grew up, No, that they know that.
1: No, it's you. We get
2: permission to no.
1: No, it's okay. Some of the Jews, especially the Polish Jews. Oh, thank you. Yes, they make sure, make sure that you'll be judged and you'll suffer and you'll be guilty, and this is very important to get rid of it. No judgment, no guilt, no manipulation take things as they are, listen well. It takes longer. Take no? it, it take, well, but, yeah, but we live long, so it's okay. We so time. tell
2: me, so um, I don't. I was told I don't have, um, how do you say, Mufet, abstract thinking? Abstract
0: thinking. All, thinking. all thinking is abstract, and all thinking is a magical lie because it's based on false perceptions. Your perception tells you the Earth is flat. Nobody believes that anymore. Your perception tells you that the ground you're standing on is stationary. It's spinning at dizzying speeds and hurtling through space at thousands of miles an hour. Your perception tells you your body is solid. It's proportionately as void as intergalactic space. So everything your mind tells you is a lie. Oh, Deeper I don't know where
2: drawer. to put it. I have a, I don't have a drawer for it. <laughs> Every, Deepak, what happened
1: between your days as a regular doctor to the whole world that where you are in now?
0: Yeah, my, so my training is in internal medicine and brain chemistry and neuroscience. So I saw when I was in training that um, the, every experience you have in your mind, causes a chemical change in the body. And so we were identifying molecules of emotion. And now it turns out that these molecules of emotion are also immunomodulators. They modulate the activity of the immune system. So I became an expert in mind-body medicine, but that wasn't enough. I had to go deeper into what we call integrative medicine and now understanding what we call the hard problem of consciousness. The mind is not in the brain. The brain is in the mind and the mind is in the spirit, which is totally different conversation.
1: But in the, in the archive of humanity, yeah. each one of us has a very different chemical. Um, yeah. um, that, that's,
0: yes, that's why the future of medicine is going to be digital, digital, precise, uh, personalized. So it's going to
1: calculate for each one.
0: Yeah. There's an algorithm that calculates your state of body mind. So actually we are now developing at our foundation, what we call wealthy instead of selfie. You take a 10 second video and you can tell everything about the person's health.
1: Wow. You know that it's very interesting because my grandfather was a doctor and at one point he realized that this is not enough. And he went to Switzerland and he went to Scotland to places that the alternative that uh, was really very strong. And he used to diagnose people and and help them with combinations of food. And with the when we grew up, you know, we were kids, uh, never mind, it took us to eat I the goodies because we were kids, but he used to, he had a sanatorium and he used to take us for big walks, for exercise, for fun. And he used to push us to sauna, he used to push us to massages, he used to, and he created a whole world that it's, it's very big part of my life all the time. And it just like a early version of what you're talking about. And uh, it was unbelievable the way he basically, people used to come to him from hospitalizations, uh, um, terrible diseases, sicknesses, surgeries, and he just took them in, you know, calming down the whole thing, gave them the right food for each one, very different combination, gave them the right ex- a plan and everybody got okay.
0: It and now different. we can digitalize that. So we yes. can do that here, which is much more precise with mathematical algorithms.
2: Wow. Amazing. Tell me something. So how can you approach now, as we speak, the all ambiguity of the COVID, of this pandemic, which it was a year, we don't really know where it's going, so much ambiguity, how can you, so in what way it will change your approach in being able to uh, almost departmentalize um, how we perceive things? like how we clean what we
0: need to clean. I think the essential nature of existence is ambiguity. Freud said the inability to tolerate ambivalence or ambiguity is neurosis. So without ambiguity, there's no creativity. Now, during this one year, see what happened. We created three vaccines. We created Zoom. There are many other technologies that are emerging. Every time, 1918, pandemic, uh, humans created um, the um, AM radio. Second World War, they created not only the atomic bomb, but also, unfortunately, that was an unfortunate, but there were many other creative um, uh, things happening in that time. Uh, you know, during that, the First World War, Second World War, aviation emerged. In the 90s, we had the internet. In 2000, we had um, smartphones. Today we have Zoom and artificial intelligence and VR. Every time there's a crisis, humans, some humans... But it's
2: not the majority.
0: Most humans are victimized. Some humans are creative. So the choice is you can use your imagination. The worst use of imagination is victimization and stress. The best use of imagination is creativity. So both- how, you,
1: how do you see the uh, medicine in the future? The medicine, it- as we know today at the hospitals with the doctors, it? Yeah. Does-
0: gone, gone. The medicine of the future is digital, artificial intelligence, precise, personalized, predictive, process-oriented. Your participation is required, but everything is measurable. So today there are people who know more medicine than doctors. You know, especially if they have the disease, they look it up on Google here right. and there. What and about the
2: more relationship to the patient? So what will be the part that's of that's
0: ruined anyway? There's, tell me, where is the doctor-patient relationship it's gone?
2: It? And that's terrible. And we are trying to get it back. Yeah, I so understand now. They're trying to you do it. I, I don't. Pro- you him. know.
1: When Leon was sick, as you remember, I yeah. I went through so many things that I wanted to change, and now we're working on a pilot to really work with doctors and the patients' relations as human inside the whole thing that you're saying. Just this, and yeah, without it's, that, all and the it's interesting, right? Because the doctors needed not less than the patients. They just they didn't didn't weren't trained for that, or they forgot where the system don't allow it and it's it's beautiful to see how they suck it in because they need it but it's very complicated you know to to plant it well but I hope we can do it Uh, but I want to ask you if we mentioned Leon about coma what new what is new about the whole field of how you communicate with people in coma
0: well right now there are technologies being developed to actually speak to the unconscious or subconscious mind because Mm. many people in coma, they may not be consciously aware, but they still have an internal mental activity. So there are technologies now to take you deeper and especially through VR and augmented reality and immersive dreamscapes but they're not available. There's still people looking at that. But one thing is clear, a comatose patient may be still aware and definitely could be totally aware mentally of their self and their internal dialogue and their mental activity. And many times they pick up cues uh, from the environment and you don't know that. So you have to be very careful what you're saying about them.
2: Tell me something. I don't, want to be, I don't want to be doomed. I don't want to be doomed. And there is a
0: way... Right now, excuse me, we are collectively doomed. We are on the collective suicide mission as humanity. War, terrorism, cyber hacking, poison in the food chain, extinction of species, extreme racism, bigotry, hatred, prejudice, gangsters as national leaders, we are doomed. If you don't accept that, then you're in trouble. You're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. So the only solution is take on responsibility for your own health, hang mm-hmm. out with other people who are taking responsibility and hope for the best.
2: But it's it, it's more than that. If it was only take care of your diet, you know, maybe I can do something.
3: I'm no, no, not sure because I like
2: as you can see, I am like a you know, but um I don't know how to say it. It's not that I I keep telling myself, I keep telling myself, it's almost like a block for me to open myself to what people call spirituality.
0: Okay, next time, you know, you have a chance, maybe in another lifetime. Oh,
3: really?
0: You know, you may not be ready, so it's fine.
2: What do you mean, or not? You know, that in Judaism, I'm not really, I, I don't, maybe I'm wrong, but. I think there are certain people, I think that basically women, women who cannot go up, let's say, to read a portion of the Zohar, it's called. I mean, it's almost, they are not, as you say, they are not ready to go yeah. up in the level of uh, reading certain- uh, Yeah,
0: but even that is conditioning. That's conditioning. It's not reality, okay? So you heard that over and over, women yes. are not. Women are not ready, women are not this, women are not that. So you believe that. You don't have to believe that. It's another lie. Just because everybody says something doesn't mean it's true.
2: But so what you said is that actually I can um, free the droils that block me. I can. Yeah, you
0: have to ask yourself who am I? What do I want? What's my purpose? And when you start reflecting and asking yourself questions, That's the highest intelligence, to be reflective. An unexamined life is not worth living.
1: But Deepak, how would you define reality?
0: Reality, as we experience it, is a virtual reality. It's a collective dream. Wittgenstein said, we are asleep. Our life is a dream, but once in a while, we wake up enough to know that we are dreaming. So what happened to yesterday? It's a dream. What happened to five minutes ago? It's a dream. What happened to these words by the time you hear them? It's a dream. What happened to your childhood? It's a dream. Everything is
1: a dream except the
0: present moment.
1: And then you have to take responsibility for the present moment. That's it. And I think that most people don't take responsibility and they're looking for answers someplace else and then the whole thing gets screwed up. And then the world gets screwed up. That's really
2: interesting. interesting. It's not connected, but you know that the when we teach screenwriting again, uh, we say there is no flashback, only flash present.
0: That's true. That's 100%. Because you know,
2: when you direct the actor and he goes into some kind of a flashback, it's a flash present. Yeah. So when he comes out and we cut back to his face,
4: yeah.
2: it's a face. If it, if the flashback is when he was five years old, you That's cut right. back to the uh, coming out, his face of this whatever of a five years old experience. Yeah, it's very
0: interesting what you say. Multiple per- People with multiple personality—they're, they everything changes. Their habits change in one personality. They have diabetes. In another personality, they don't have diabetes. They have asthma. So this is well studied. We are
2: ignorant. <laughs> I am ignorant.
0: OK, I'm going to send you some links. Um, that would be great. And you can great. post them at this conversation. Lovely but to talk. Do I to. have a chance?
2: Do you, do you give me, I mean, from your experience. She wants you,
1: to know if she has a future.
2: Do I have a future?
0: Everybody has a future. It depends on how long it takes.
1: <laughs>
2: well, I have another 60 years. That's, so that's okay. a very
1: optimistic way to end up yeah, this conversation. Yeah, Thank you so 60.
2: much. That was- and sorry for the it's okay no be thank sorry. everybody who came to, to zamen to no, zamen is together no
0: i enjoy bye it. bye thank
2: you. thank you bye deepak thanks yeah. bye bye the never alone initiative of the chopra
5: foundation has pledged to build a worldwide movement to share pragmatic practices and tools for relief of stress and suffering for people of all ages To accelerate scientific research and innovation into mental health therapies. To assist schools in supporting youth and preventing suicide. To eliminate the stigma surrounding mental health. To say you are never alone.
4: I believe adversity is neutral. Adversity does not discriminate. The rich, the poor, the pauper, the heads of state. That's what the virus has taught us, right? The pandemic doesn't matter who you are, adversity is going to hit you. But what you do is up to you.
3: And that's why Never Alone is truly an initiative that supports all dialects and all languages so that we can create a universal movement of healing, but also insight, research-based, and truly um, inspiring and educating those who are not aware who are not aware of the the dark night of the souls that we all experience at different times uh, of our lives.
4: We have Facebook, we have all the messaging apps in the world, we have all the social networks in the world, but we don't have intimate networks. Intimacy is more important.
5: Never Alone Summit, partnering with the John W. Brick Mental Health Foundation, brought together more than 108,000 people for its first global live stream. To hear insight and gain knowledge of pragmatic tools from 105 speakers to help during the time of pandemic, far exceeding expectations. Never Alone is forging an alliance of people and organizations worldwide scientists, wellness initiatives, tech companies, healthcare systems, foundations, and government policymakers.
4: We can connect to anybody in the world through the internet. And I think for us to be really relevant in the world today, We need to democratize access to health and well-being content, especially mental health. To
5: support that mission, Never Alone is building a global, open-access, transparent technology platform scaled globally. It's a way to democratize resources, giving any person access to personalized resources, wherever they live and whatever their needs are.
4: So that's really the vision of the platform is to really personalize access give you curated content, bring you experts from all over the world. And I urge our partners and sponsors who want to be part of this platform to come together and make it accessible to everybody. Our goal is to really create a global movement with partners from all over the world with one intention, to build trust. I think we owe it to our future generations to do something about this.
3: We finally agreed that there is a universal suffering, that there is a universal um, uh, conversation about mental health that needs to be reframed, and I think we can adapt and write this together. You know, I, I want to say that we're writing um, a new story for humanity.
5: Join us in a partnership to democratize resources, to heal minds, to change the world.
0: All we have to do is incubate in that shared vision, complementing each other's strengths and remaining focused on our vision. So please uh, join us um, in creating that critical mass where no one, no human ever feels alone.